The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the people, I am going away, and you will search for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. Then the Jews said, Is he going to kill himself? Is that what he means by saying, Where I am going, you cannot come? Jesus said to them, You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins, for you will die in your sins unless you believe that I am he. They said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, Why do I speak to you at all? I have much to say about you and much to condemn. But the one who sent me is true, and I declare to the world what I have heard from him. They did not understand that he was speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am he, and that I do nothing on my own, but I speak these things as the Father instructed me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what is pleasing to him. As Jesus was saying these things, many believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. One of the most dramatic events in the Old Testament is Moses constructing a pole with a bronze serpent on it at a time when the Israelites were dying of snake bites because they were complaining about God and Moses and why did God free them at all from captivity? They would rather be back in Egypt with all the food that they wanted rather than being led by God. This complaining, this anger, was going to condemn them. And the only way God could bring them to their senses is to send serpents among them to bite them. And many died until they realized that they were sinning and they had to come and repent. And they did. They came to Moses and said, appeal to God and take away these serpents, for we have sinned. And what did Moses do? He consulted God. God told him to build this pole with a bronze serpent on it. Now, why the bronze serpent? Because it would remind the people of the origin of their fallenness, the original sin, the serpent that beguiled Adam and Eve. Then they would realize that indeed they were sinning and needed to repent. This dramatic event would foretell and prefigure the most dramatic event in all of history, which is the cross of Christ. And that's why Jesus, when he's speaking to the people, appeals to that. The people are not believing in him. They question who he is. And what does Jesus say? When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am he they would immediately remember what that meant. Their ancestors had to lift up this pole with the bronze serpent on it. And Jesus is saying, he is doing the same thing. And when he is lifted up on the cross, then they will realize that Yahweh is actually in their midst. That's why Jesus says, you will realize that I am he, that I am is the 
great name of God in the Old Testament revealed to Moses from the burning bush. When we look at the cross, we see a contradiction because the cross is something that's terrible. It's a torture device. And so we shy away from it. It's despicable. And yet it's also our salvation. How can these two be at the same time? This scandal and yet salvation and glory. And it's because of what Jesus did. He took on our sinful nature so that we might become the righteousness of God. That's exactly what St. Paul said in 2 Corinthians. For our sake, God made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So there's the contradiction. God takes on our sinful nature. He becomes a sin offering on the cross, and we become saved, righteous. This principle of having to look at our sin, because that's exactly what the Israelites had to do. They had to look at the bronze serpent, and then they would realize their sin. This is a principle now that is appealed to in many self-help groups like Alcoholics Anonymous, where one of the steps is you look at your addiction, you look at your fallenness, your sin, and as so far as you do that, you come to your senses and you realize you need a higher power. And that's what God is doing so graciously for us. And that's why when Jesus appealed to Nicodemus, Nicodemus had come to him at night, wanted to know who Jesus was, and what did Jesus say? As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Exactly what is being appealed to now in today's gospel. It's one of the great miracles of love. God becoming a sin offering so that we could become the righteous glory of God. Let us rejoice and be glad, confess our sins, take on the grace that is being poured into us because of the Eucharist, which actually now is the tree of life, and we are about to eat of its fruit, the Eucharist. Christ said, whoever eats my body and drinks my blood has eternal life. I will raise him up from the dead. They will live forever. Let us rejoice.